Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my loves. It's me. I've been wondering after all. Just kidding. I won't won't (laughs) torture you guys. I won't torture you guys. But today is going to be so lit, Jess, because I have, we have, Larza motherfucking Pippin on the podcast. That is exciting. It's so exciting. I die. Like, most people know Larza Pippen as like uh, Kim K's best friend blah 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 Mm -hmm. me like I knew Larza Pippen because I'm obviously obsessed with housewives and she's like a throwback housewife right so I wasn't I was familiar with her due to that and obviously she's fucking Larza Pippen yeah so obviously you know that name like everybody does when she like it was announced Miami's coming back we're giving the people what they want Larza Pippen is back on Real Housewives of Miami I was freaking out really yes I just I I find her to be very like she's one of those people where you want to know everything and she gives you just enough to like want to know more like give me more Mm -hmm. and now she's on Real Housewives and Real Housewives is all about like giving us exactly who these people are yeah you know it's about their lives yeah i started watching um real housewives of miami because of how much you were talking it up because i just watch clips because i feel like i'm really busy and like i catch up on stuff on the weekends i don't but um you were talking up miami it was you right yes yes and i'm obsessed And so I started watching and I'm obsessed. It's so good. I think that the ladies had a phenomenal season. And I say this all the time. Like, I'm obviously a part of a reality show. I know the drill. These are these are real friendships. These are people who really hang out. It's really their life story. And I watch it from two different perspectives. One being because I've been in these situations where you have your confrontations, but you also have like really beautiful moments with these ladies and men when it comes to my show. But I also view it from like an entertainment standpoint, like Mm -hmm. as strictly a viewer. So when certain things happen, like I'll sit there and talk to my mom while we watch like, Oh, that girl's a bitch. I would have never done that. (laughs) But I have, like, so much respect for, like, the quote-unquote 
I sound like such an idiot. No, like you the, don't. The art of making a reality TV show. Right? As, yes, 100%. Yes. Because yeah. it is not easy. Mm-hmm. And if everybody, like, when, when I hear people say, like, oh, she's just a reality TV star, it's like, okay, well, I want you to be interesting enough to have a camera crew follow you in your life. Well, it okay. shows, yes. No, that's, and look at all the reality shows that have failed. That's just a thing. That's just, like, reality is so many good ones where you're like this is it this is the perfect ingredient for an amazing reality show and then two seasons later it's canceled right so no you have to have respect for that for sure i have mad respect for anybody who is on a reality tv show and mad respect for a a successful reality tv show Mm -hmm. which I think everything andy cohen touches turns to gold but we have to give credit where credit is due like the women of OC, Jersey, Miami, like doesn't matter. We're talking about seasons that have been going on for years. And mm-hmm. Miami, people loved it so much that when Andy was trying to figure out like, where do we go next? It was like, well, why don't we listen to the people? And the people are telling us they want Miami. They've been wanting Miami. Right. Yes. So yeah. they killed it. I believe the last... The last episode of the season aired maybe a week or two ago. It was a two-part reunion. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Larza was a savage. There's going to be a little part that I talked to her about in this podcast about, I think you say her name, Adriana, brings up Kanye West Mm -hmm. and his private parts. And Larza goes toes. And I have to give her mad respect because... I love a loyal bitch Mm -hmm. and she is that. So I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable by bringing it up in a way that is like too out there. Right. So when I'm talking to her and we're, it may be a little bit cryptic, Mm -hmm. just know for my listeners, we're talking about that moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Cause I, I want to show respect. And again, like this podcast is very different from, going out and filming a reality TV show. All of my guests that I have on, like I tell them before we even start, if you say something and you get a little too comfortable, because I've been there where I feel like I'm, we're doing a podcast and I open up to whoever I'm talking to and you're like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. this podcast is not to out anybody. I'm not trying to have people click on my episode because I've spilled some mad tea. I want people to come on here, feel comfortable share what they feel comfortable sharing. And if they get a little too comfortable and overshare, I tell them I I will remove it. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not here to throw anybody off. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to be respectful and I did tell her if this makes you uncomfortable, like I will take it out. Mm-hmm. So there's that. How has your week been, Jess? <laughs> Are you feeling good? There's a sickness going around there that everybody is. has. Like a little it's a stomach bug. Um it seems to be going at least going around LA. I know a lot of people who have it. I'm feeling fine. I felt like, uh uh-oh, I might get it over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I think I just like chilled out, drank a lot of water, didn't really do much. much. And I felt fine. I went and saw Batman. It's is it Batman or the Batman? I don't like calling it the You're Batman. You're asking the wrong person. Well, I, <laughs> like it feels like I'm saying like the Netflix or like, yeah. you know, like 
the Instagram. It's like yeah. what moms and dads say. But I went and saw the Batman. It was really good. Robert Pattinson's in it. Okay, so how funny is this? What? I went to a party a while ago mm-hmm. and Robert Pattinson was there. Stop. Right. Okay. You were at that party, right? Yeah, yes, you were but there. I didn't see him. Okay. So I'm sitting there though, and I like know who Robert Pattinson is, mm-hmm. right? Only from Twilight. <laughs> Only from okay. Twilight. Okay. I couldn't tell Iconic. you another movie yeah. that he's in. Okay. Which Twilight I didn't even see. Anyway, he's a household name. Right. But I'm sitting next to my friend and he's like, how crazy is this? Like, isn't this an amazing birthday? Like, Batman's here. And I was like, Batman's <laughs> here? <laughs> Where? He was like, right in front of you. I was like, that's Robert Pattinson. He goes, yeah, he's the new Batman. I was like, oh. Lala, you didn't know? No, I live in... So I'm a funny. 90-year-old, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, even Stassi will fill me in on things. Like, I'll tell her. I'll be like, oh, my gosh. Did you hear about this? She's like, that happened, like, four weeks ago, <laughs> Lala. And I'm, like, <laughs> just finding out. That's hilarious. Yes. He is the first time I've ever said it. Because I'll, I mean, I'll admit it. I, I'm like, oh, Robert Pattinson's not my type. And then I saw the Batman, and I'm like, I get it. Really? Yeah, he's got this, like, darkness about him in the new Batman. No spoilers, but it's definitely more, like, realistic and darker than the other ones I've seen, or at least so I so I think. And he is, like, I was, like, it. I was sitting next to Kyle, and I was, like, whoa. Okay. Like, when I saw, like, a re- he kind of, it was, like, a slow reveal, and then you see his face, and it's yeah. just, like, <gasps> yeah, you, you should watch it. Okay. Have you ever seen any of the other Batmans or no? Are you not a Batman gal? No. I've yeah. seen Friends. <laughs> close. Very, I've actually very close. started watching a lot of like dabbling into new shows. Like right mm. now, I'm watching the first season of Succession on <gasps> HBO Max. What do you think? It's fantastic. Right. I watched the first season, I think it was like when it first came out, which was pre-pandemic mm-hmm. or during. So the yeah. second season was delayed a long time due yeah. to COVID. So I'm rewatching that. It's incredible. But I'm just trying to like venture out of my day-to-day friends in Real Housewives <laughs> addiction. It's, it's like the comfort. Like when you don't want to think about it, you mm-hmm. probably go to friends or real. But I love that. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I'm going to let you in on a little tiny secret. I am not a cook. Okay, so that's not really a secret. But I do have a secret weapon when it comes to the kitchen. Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals are always fresh, never frozen. They get delivered right to your door, and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. I've also become a big fan of their add-ons, snacks, and smoothies. Ocean loves the pancakes. I pretty much get those and the mango smoothies in every single Factor delivery. But Factor has you covered no matter how and what you're eating. Keto, calorie smart, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. The weekly menu has 35 options, including gourmet meals like filet mignon and shrimp. There's no prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. Just heat it up and then eat right out of the factor packaging. So easy. You can customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can also pause and reschedule deliveries. So head to factormeals.com slash Lala50 and use code Lala50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code LALA50 at factormeals.com slash LALA50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Give Them LALA is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, 
And at times, we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash G-T-L. How was your weekend? Tell us. My weekend was good. Yeah. I was talking to this new guy. Okay. Yeah. What? I'm not literally first time hearing about it. Give me the tea. So the first, the first time we start talking, we, he's like, I would love to link up with you at some point. And I was like, great. Me too. I fall asleep because it's like late for me, at least it's like 11 o'clock at night. So I go to bed, I wake up and I have a text that came in at like 1130. He's like, I was thinking about coming over right now. And I was like, (laughs) bro, you got me real twisted. Wait, have you met him yet? I haven't met him yet. Oh, wow. No, we no bold. No, this is 2022. People (laughs) don't meet in person anymore. (laughs) Apparently. So wait, hold on. So what did you think about that? Well, I thought it was weird. And then I was like, how old are you? And he tells me how old he is. He's young. And I was like, okay, makes sense. We're going to let that slide. Okay. Okay. So then he asks if I want to meet up another day. That doesn't work out because of me. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't feeling 100. Then the next day, he's like, are we still good for tonight? Mm -hmm. Said, yes, perfect. This is where I'm going. No, he asks where I'm going. Okay. Okay. Wants to link up. I tell him. He then responds. I'm not feeling like going out tonight. Maybe another night, but I'll be up when you're finished. If you want to come by. Like hit me up after. I said, LOL, you're crazy. Have a great night. He did. Delete the contact. (gasps) Yes, yeah. I am a 31-year-old woman, okay? Right. I have no interest, no time in coming to your apartment mm-hmm. to bang it out. And here's where I'm at, Jess. Yes, he's young, whatever. Go. Go do your thing. Me? Wait, how young are we talking? Are you allowed to say? Because it like, matters. He's like mid-20s. Okay. Okay. Keep okay. Going. Yeah. Which is young for men. Mm-hmm. Most men. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm not looking for anything serious at all. Like at this stage of my life, I and I was transparent with him like before this happened, like during one of our conversations, I have nothing to offer you. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking for good company. And like, that was great. Like we had great conversation, whatever. I'm not. I'm not in a hoe phase anymore. Okay. I've been been there. I've done that. I don't judge anyone who is in their hoe phase or their male hoe phase, whatever it may be. Like, go do you. But if you're looking at me to, like, participate in that phase, mm-hmm. I'm not in it. Okay. Not in it at all. Okay. And I look at sex differently. 
for me at this stage in my life and what I've been through, I've told you, Jess, sex, number one, I'm, I'm going to have to do a lot of work on this. Sex is tainted for me. It's dirty. It's gross. It represents something that 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 sh- it shouldn't represent. But because I'm just dealing with a lot of emotions, sex just it freaks me out. I don't want any part of it. And I'm going to have to probably go and, and have therapy to like reconnect with like the meaning of sex. Mm-hmm. And also at this stage in my life as a 31-year-old woman building something amazing when it comes to my business, being a mother to my daughter, I am not going to exchange all of 12 text messages to you and then allow you to do the most intimate thing you can possibly do with me. Right. No, that makes sense. No. No. I don't know you. You're not going to see me naked. In yeah. my most vulnerable state, you don't get that from me. It's also dangerous if you. I'm like, <laughs> that's like to you know, it doesn't matter. But I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Play it. Okay. So, first things first. Do you think somehow things could get misconstrued if you say? Because you are. That's like huge credit to you. You're so upfront. Like I've seen it with people. I've seen it. I've heard it. You've told me about it. Do you think things could get misconstrued if you say, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship, number yes. one? Yes. Then that's kind of like, oh, sweet. Okay. I know what she, you know, maybe. 100% because I okay. went through that in my mind. Yeah. Because to me, like- that's like the next step. Oh, cool. She's just looking to have fun. Here I am. I'm just looking to parade you around like eye candy. Right. Okay. (laughs) 100% and I get it, but I'm thinking from someone who doesn't, maybe doesn't fully know you, you say. Well, and they don't, by the way. The people that I, the men I'm talking to, number one, they ain't watching Bravo. Right. (laughs) Okay. They have no idea who I am. If they Mm -hmm. Google, they may see the tiniest little grain of sand of what has gone on in my world. But even men that I've been talking to for a few months now, Mm -hmm. I don't tell them what what place I am in my life. I don't tell them what I've been through, where I'm at. Like I keep it surface level because because I have nothing to offer. Mm -hmm. What's the point of me filling you in on my life story if I know this isn't going anywhere? And is it because you don't want a relationship or is it like because you keep saying you have nothing to offer and my mind's like, well, you have so much to offer. But what do you mean by that? I mean, I have nothing to offer a man. Okay, I am so deep into everything else in my life that I have nothing else to give someone else. Okay, I have enough to put into my existing friendships Mm -hmm. into my family into my business i don't have any other energy to give right now a man right now love positivity like that's just you're like i I don't have it okay if i have extra to give it ain't going to you right that makes sense to the people who exist in my life right now yeah it's going to my daughter yeah. It, it, okay, so then next devil's advocate, do you think, and this is probably just my... <laughs> Lily, Lily just came in. Hi, Lily. And Gigi. Iconic. She's looking gorgeous today, iconic. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she is iconic. Um, do you think, and this is me probably being naive, and listeners are going to be like, oh my God, but this is just how I was. He could have been like, you know, I want to get to know you one-on-one. 
come over. It's late. I know you're busy. I'm busy. But yeah, 11 p.m. We can chill. We can watch a movie. Let's talk. <laughs> Do you think that was because I'm like, what if that was his vibe? That and ain't his vibe. Trust not. me. No, you don't think if you responded. OK, sure. I'll come over after I go out, but nothing's happening. We'll just get to know each other. You don't think that or are you like that's not. No, I'm not. He wants to jump to the come over at 11 p.m. No, I don't. First of all, it's 11 p.m. Yeah. You should be going to bed. OK. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. I don't care if it's a weekend. Go to bed. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The other thing is, yes, I'll come over to your place or you can come over. Actually, you can't come over to mine. Mm -hmm. I don't want people coming over here. Mm -hmm. This is my Especially safe. men. No, this is a safe space. No. Yeah. I'll come over to your place. Mm hmm. But not first time meeting you. Everyone I'm talking to right now, they're they're known people. In, they, by the public. Correct. Okay. So safety wise, like that's not the first thing I go to is like my safety's at risk. It definitely obviously always comes into play. I always want to be safe. I don't care who you are. You're, people are still capable of anything even yeah. if they're well known. But for me, it's like let I'm I may not even like you. So what? Now I'm stuck at your place and I have to I have to be the honest person to be like, by the way, I'm not really enjoying myself, so I think I'm gonna take off. Like, yeah. That's awkward. And uncomfortable. Let's, exactly. Let's go out to a public place with other friends and let's just see if like I'm even like texting, great. You're great at that. You pass that game. But there's a lot of other things that like if I'm looking for good company, yeah. Like I wanna find that out in a public place and then we can decide if you're interesting enough for me to spend one-on-one -on -one time with you that's a great point that's a great point who you knows? may have just won me over because it's like it gives it's respectful and it gives both of you an out you meet in a public place and you're out with friends it gives you the option to say okay cool well i'll text you later i'm headed home and it also gives him the option to say that if he's not feeling you all right it was nice to meet you i'm out Right. Because yeah. he may not think I'm very interesting, even though right. I'm very interesting. <laughs> that'll never Even though happen. that'll never happen. But yeah. <laughs> that will never, ever happen. So who knows? I deleted the contact. So. You did? Yeah. What'd you leave it at? I told him he was crazy. Oh, that's... And, and then, to have a great night. And what did he say? Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Wild. Yeah. That's okay. You know what? Then, then goodbye. Moving <laughs> we on. We exchanged maybe 12 text messages really? in total. Maybe more than that, maybe like 12 each. But it was like, it's not like I I suffered a great loss right. by deleting the contact <laughs> or not getting a response. Right. Who reached out to who first? If you could tell oh, us I that. do. You do? Oh, yeah. I'm in it. I love that. I'm See, that's it. great. I've reached out to three people in total through the DM and I'm horrific at it. You are? I don't. What do you say to someone in a DM? I mean, you're asking me who's like the most awkward person ever and I'm, I praise everything every day that I miss the dating apps I like missed them by like a few months yeah like I even back yeah. when I was like a single person mm -hmm. and young I was never into like the dms well because you're also about energy you I'm all about that. energy so it's hard to do that it's like yeah you could do it for fun but is it really it's kind of a waste of my time because unless I'm in front of you and I can like feel your energy and meet you it's like what? What are we doing? Right. But we're in a different like day and age right now. Everyone does. Yes. DMs. Everyone does. Um, 
like so i i don't even know yeah though you said though that you reached out to a guy over dm and i thought it was cute it was like you you sent like three emojis or something yeah that's the one that's going the best really (laughs) (laughs) so there you go so it's all in the emoji it's all in the emoji even though i've been told well i was told when i was working on idol from the contestants that I would like text them and be like, here's a good caption to like post. And they would be like, emojis are so for old people. And I'm like, emojis are not for old people. (laughs) That's what I said. No, they're not at all. They're so cute and so fun. Cute and fun. And like, I don't sometimes have the words. So I'm going to send you an emoji. Yes. Because I. And it's kind of like elusive. Yeah. Like, what do they mean? What do they mean? You know? Yeah. It was so funny, though, because I was doing that podcast with the Stallone sisters. Yeah. And I was telling them I was bad at DMs. And they go, what did you do? Use emojis? And I was like, (laughs) yes. That's exactly what I did. And she goes, oh, my God. You did not send a flame, did you? And I was like, yes, (laughs) I did. (laughs) And a little, like, chef's hand. hand. I think that's cute. Are they they younger? Are they, like, mid-20s? No. I think, think, like, maybe 22 to 24. Oh, they're young, young. Yeah, they're younger. See, I don't think so they pe- know young people cool. use emojis. And if they do, I think it's ironically. Ironically, I think. I don't know. Well, shoot. Okay, if you're, what is it, Gen Z? <laughs> I would say if now? you're Gen Z, if you're like anyone who's between the age of 18 and let's say 25. Yes, I need you to call my phone number mm-hmm. and tell me. Give me, like, your perspective on emojis. Yeah. Is it old to use emojis? Like, because, yeah. Because remember, hashtags were in, and then people took hashtags out, like, of captions. Yes, Like, if you used a hashtag, it was, like, so lame. And then, yeah, I don't know. I usually... great. I have hashtags on Give Them Lala Beauty. Do I need to take it off? No, because for business and company, it's different. And, like, for instance the crying laughing faces were in as in like I'm dying laughing and then it was like no you don't use those anymore if you're like dying laughing you use the um the skull because it means like I'm dead (laughs) I cannot okay I have an 18 year old brother so this is like well I think that I that we get a pass right because you want to sit here and be like oh People aren't using that anymore. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what people? Like the younger generation. Okay, well, I'm not the younger I'm not generation. Them. Yes. I'm a millennial. Right. And I use this stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like if you're 90, you're not going to try to do what Gen Z is doing, right? Because you just yeah. don't know how. You can't keep up. And also, if you're reaching out or communicating with someone who actually cares, then they're really not worth your time. About, like, oh, if someone told if someone me about cared, emojis, I'd be like, I'm going to go feed my daughter now. <laughs> I Well, I actually have to get to baby sensory class. So, like, have a good one. You know? Yeah. No, it's it's wild. I have no time. No time. Well, that that's interesting. I'm glad you deleted his contact. Because at first, I was on, a, like, the side of, like, okay, wait a second. Let's give this guy a, a, a moment. But you convinced me. Like, you what don't I'm have... Mm-mm. If I'm not looking for anything and mm-hmm. you're not offering me the tiniest bit of what I need to like fuel that part of my life, then goodbye. I don't yeah. need you. Yeah. Do you think there's anything you can do or say that would make it more clear? Like, yeah, no, I'm not looking for a relationship, but also I'm not just hitting you up to like hook up. I don't even have time to do yeah. that. <laughs> it's like literally no, I'm saying everything you, you have to so come don't. so correct yeah. from the jump mm-hmm. 
that there's no trying. Like, yeah. I don't need to have open communication with you. Yeah. I don't need to, like, vocalize my feelings. Well, because they have to earn that, I'm sure. At some yes, point. In, because yeah. if I'm sitting here telling you that I have nothing to offer, that includes my vagina. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You dumb fuck. <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah, I have nothing to offer except for the most perfect part of me, which is the puss. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All so right. What, the, what, what are you looking for then? Can we just like friend friendship with a little flirtation? And if you guys connect, then eventually something sexual? Yeah. Love it. But See? I'm certainly not going to exchange six text messages and then come and then- <laughs> over and let you hit. You're out of your damn mind. It's like you say about ocean but in a way different context you're a luxury she's a luxury yes and i'm not knocking anyone who would go over and let him hit after six text messages right i'm not there at this point in my life read my freaking book yeah i talk about my whole phase yeah like if you're there mentally go do it Mm -hmm. i'm not there anymore right and i'm not saying that i will never have another whole phase in my life Mm -hmm. i very well might Right now, I don't have an interest. Right. Okay? I have an interest in taking you around my group of friends. You can take me around your group of friends. We can talk. We can do whatever. I'm not looking to, like, unload my life story on you. Let's just enjoy each other's company. And if we can do that, and then we start making out, and my hand touches your pee-pee, and we end up having sex, then, like, amazing. Yeah. Okay? You hear that, boys? (laughs) You hear that, men? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Also, I heard that new like ho phase age for single women is 40s. Hot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 40s is like the new 20s. 40s is the new 20s or the new 30s. I used to hear 30s was people's like women's sexual prime. Yeah. Is it 40s? I think now it's probably still 30s or like mid 30s, but I think it's probably also 40s now too. Well, I mean, Larza Pippen is in her 40s. Stop. I know. Are you sure? I'm positive. Look it up. Look it up right now on your phone. That's amazing. I'm going to. I mean, do you know what sign she is? No, but we're going to find out. Guess her birthday now because I want to see how close you are. I kind of am seeing her as like maybe a Gemini. Okay, let's see. Or a Taurus. I could be way off. Pippin birthday. Okay. July 6th. What is that? Is that Leo? July 6th is a Leo, I think. Is it? A, no, I think it's too early. July 6th, 19th. You guys, Larsa Pippen is 47 years old. I'm actually shocked. Right? Like, what? If that is 47, I can't wait. She's a cancer. A cancer. I was way off. That was going to be my actually third choice. Really? Yeah. Wow. Good for her. I think Leo starts mid-July into August. Or end, mid or end. I just know that I'm a Leo and it's August 5th. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good Leo. So do I. <laughs> so do I. I connect with Leos and Pisces. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I read the other day? What? That Virgos, in a work relationship, Virgos teach Leos patience. Is that interesting? Really? Yeah. That's strange because I'm having my psychic teach me patience. Really? <laughs> what? I love that. I do. Every time I talk to my psychic yeah. medium, I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, <laughs> la la. 
you have to let time catch up. And mm-hmm. I'm like doing like 27 breath workouts, <laughs> trying not to like throw shit across the apartment. Patience is hard. Stassi and Hartford and Bo got Ocean a book of her signs, like her entire house and where all oh. of her. And we share, we share three signs. And Ocean's a triple water sign. She has in three of her houses, Pisces. So I'm reading up on her right now. That's amazing. Maybe get, maybe we should get a, like a real, I know you've had a a guest on the podcast before who's really into, I think, Zodiac and Mm -hmm. stuff, but maybe getting someone else to do like your and Oceans. And like what I'm going to, going to have to battle. Yes. Because that's so interesting to me. I just don't know. I have like the furthest. I'm like, I have the, um, what's it called? The CoStar app. That's what I have. Yeah. That's, that's like, what I have. The CoStar mm-hmm. app is bomb. But I was so yesterday I had the Guzman's over and I was reading Ocean's chart. And in one of them, it said things to look out for with where her, you know, signs are placed. Tell me. And it was like. Watch out for their their addictions for drugs and alcohol. And I was Stop. like, my mom and I looked at each other and we we're like, we'll just have to keep an eye on it. And if Logan looks at me, and he goes, better check her into rehab now. She's <laughs> one. She. She could in high school. We need to get her into rehab immediately. Like I, I, because I'm so like I think a million miles ahead. Like oh my god, yeah, drugs and alcohol. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, it freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Well, good news on that is that both sides of my my family come from some sort of addiction. Not like directly my parents, my mom and my dad, but both each side of the family and. The doctors had told my parents that like, oh, your kids watch out for addiction. Yeah. And none of us, there's five of us. Yeah. Have ever, as far as I know, struggled with any sort of addiction. Okay. Well, that's big. Yeah. I like to have like one drink a month. Like I just never. You never. I never. Even when we've been out with each other. Yeah. You're like not a drinker. Well, yeah. I'll go out and I'll have like one, three cocktails is my max. I know my limits like okay. to drive to in it's always three cocktails and then I always have to make sure from my last cocktail I have the amount of hours before I leave of drinks that I've had. Oh shit. Guys. Oh my. Good morning. <laughs> Would you like to say something? Let's see if Come she's here. Anything. Ready? Hi. She's got a big booger on her face. Please <laughs> <laughs> get it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, Ocean yeah. Kent, you sweet She's little so soul. She's so cute. She's just staring over Gigi's shoulder right now. Um. Anyway, so we've spoken about Ocean. Yeah. Possibly having addiction issues. She won't. Based her charm. <laughs> she won't. She won't. But I feel like every parent, maybe not every parent, but I'm hypersensitive, mm-hmm. and I always think I'm like. She's going to date and there's going to be, who is that little fucker that's going to break her heart and (laughs) snap him like a little stick? Right. But you had to learn from that. Yes. Think of how much you learned from your first heartbreak. I'm like, I'm calling his parents. I'm calling. (laughs) Like it doesn't exist. It's like in kindergarten. She's on the phone. She's like, what? Listen. I know. It makes me nervous that I'm going to be that mom that like rolls up to the five-year-old if he pushes my kid. Yeah. Listen here, you little fucker. Yeah. That was on (laughs) You would never do. Hi, baby. <laughs> you were... Five-year-old. 
yeah. you push my kid and we're going toes, bro. <laughs> like, you ain't safe. Sorry. All right? You yeah. want to act like a grown kid pushing my beautiful child? I'll throw you across the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Go call the duty. Aww. Anyway, okay, before we cut to a break, before we have the beautiful and incredible Larza Pippen on, I want to remind you guys that I am going on tour. That is right. Give them Lala. The brand new tour is coming to a city near you. Um, We're kicking off in Irvine, but we're sold out, you guys. That is what's up. That's our first stop. Then we are hitting Fort Lauderdale, Clearwater, Orlando, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Nashville, New Orleans, Houston, Texas, Austin, Texas, Dallas, Texas. I cannot wait. And you guys, I already spoiled Nashville, who my guests are. Sheena and Brock will be in Nashville, Tennessee with me. You are welcome. We have the most incredible segment that actually Sheena came up with because mm-hmm. she's a freaking genius. Um, But I kind of, I like the idea of having the surprise element, like surprise guests on each, you know, each stop mm-hmm. in each city. So I'm going to keep the rest of the guests under wraps. But because I already talked about Brock and Sheena in Nashville, you like, can. I, right. Like y'all already know they're coming. But if you're in any of the other cities, get ready because I am having surprise guests pop up left and right. I know. I heard her talking to some of them and I was like, stop. I know. It's <sighs> such a vibe. I cannot yeah. wait. All right. We're going to cut to a break and we will be right back with Larsa Pippen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my loves, we are back with Larza Pippen. Oh my God, you're so gorge. Oh, you're so gorge. Good God, I want to be you always. Um, first of all, I have to say, so I'm a Real Housewives fanatic, I really was deep diving into you after I found out like Real Housewives of Miami is returning. We have Larza Pippen on and I just went balls deep into like all things Larza Pippen. How's the season? Like, what are you hating? What are you loving? I mean, you look amazing. Like you're fun to watch and level headed at the same time, which is hard to do. You know, what's funny. I feel like I, like my tone is always so calm. I never really like get loud. And I feel like when I did the reunion, I was a psychopath. Like it was almost like an out of body experience. Like I was just yelling, like, like I had Tourette's. I just was like yelling at them <laughs> and I'm not even like that, but I was just like, I think when you do the reunion, it's like, you have a lot of emotions. I feel like there's things that are like, you wanted to say that you didn't have a chance to say. So like, we just shot the reunion and I was like, I left the reunion. I was like, Oh my God, Larsa, like you should have toned it down. Like, no, I get it. And then you, you do the reunion and it's, you see everything that everyone else has been saying behind your back all season. 
Yeah. I totally get it. There's girl, but like, I don't even like that. I don't even go for anyone. I'm never like, I have like the best vibes. I never like talk about anyone. Like literally I'm like, someone could be talking about the person and I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like I, I personally don't know her enough to talk about her. Like that's normally how I am. Have you always been that way? Yeah. I feel like my, like I've never in life had a problem with anyone. You got to remember I was married for like 21 years. Like I have four kids. Like I never was like, you know, in a position where I had to like defend my character, my, you know, who I am. It's like, and I'm sure you're probably going to be dealing with this too. Like now that you're like single or like, it's like a different, it's a different world when you're single as opposed to when you're with someone. Oh my God, completely. I feel like I'm a brand new human being and all of the things that I thought I knew about life have completely changed. And just my outlook and view on what I want, what are my dreams and hopes, and how do I want to raise my child to go out into the world and be like a productive human in society? I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you feel like you enjoyed filming enough to go back for another season? I mean, I had a good experience. It was fun for me. Like when I shot Housewives 10 years ago, I was married. It was different. My kids were so little. Like it was just different for me this time around being single, my kids being older and me asking them, Hey, do you guys want to film with me today? And they were like, yeah. Or they'd say no. So it was different. It was better this time around for me as far as like just being more open to sharing my life. You know, I think when you're like married to someone, especially someone that's like you know, like in the spotlight, you want to protect him. And I always wanted to protect Scotty. I didn't want to make him look a certain way or have his character be, you know, compromised because a girl didn't like what I was wearing, you know, just like dumb. Right. So I feel like this time around, I wasn't worried about that. I just had fun. Um, It was a good experience for me other than me looking like a lunatic. I don't think, I don't think you looked like a lunatic. I think like everything you say makes so much sense. The thing about you is when I'm watching you, you keep it real calm, cool, and collected until someone won't let shit go. And then you have to take it to 100, which I think is valid, but you're also talking to someone who takes it from zero to 100 like that. (laughs) You know what? For me, I just feel like I'm big on boundaries. You know, like if I knew there was a subject that you were sensitive about, I would never bring it up. I would never bring it up to kind of like you to have to like you know, just to put you in a position where you're not going to be happy with me. I would never do that. Do you feel like when you're filming and people do that, that they're doing it because they know they're on TV? Or do you think that that's who they really are? Like they would cross those boundaries even if a camera wasn't on? It's only for cameras. Like it's not like she would never say that to me in real life. Like it's cameras. Like, I know. It was a little crazy. It was kind of like, shut the fuck up. Like enough already. What it was, it was kind of like, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine like you're this like, grown ass woman. Do you really want to act like this? Do you really want to like be this person? Cause like for me, I couldn't, I was like so calm. I was like, Hey, there's boundaries for me. I don't want to talk about, you know, someone's husband. I don't want to like, I don't like to have these conversations. It's just not my thing. I don't leave my kids to go spend time with women that literally are talking about nonsense. It's just not my thing. I have way too much going on for me to like spend time on nonsense, you know? No, I think you handled yourself like a class act, honestly. I I literally, I was so upset. I cried. Like there were, I think I cried like twice. I was like, you know, when you're so upset that you can either go one of two ways. So either I'm going to get up and like flip the table and it's going to get really crazy or I'm just going to leave. And sob. You can't like control it. Like I'm not used to having to like control like how I feel, you know? 
Yes. There were so many times this past season that we filmed that I was like, I'm either going to break all of Lisa Vanderpump's China over all these motherfuckers heads, or I'm going to go collect myself and just sob my eyes out. And I think the sobbing was the way to go. I just feel like you can come back from a good cry. You know what I mean? Right. And this like crazy person. And it's like hard to come back from it. You know, I totally know. And by the way, I was loving the OnlyFans thing. You're hot, obviously. And people are going to pay a lot of money to see your kneecap. That's just what it is. No one could grasp that. <laughs> well, you know what it is? A lot of the girls on the show are not really like up to date, like on current platforms, like social media platforms. So for them, they didn't even know that Snapchat started off sending nudes. That's kind of what right. that started out as. And now it's so mainstream. My kids are on Snapchat. You know, everyone's on Snapchat. So I feel like, you know, OnlyFans started out a certain way, but they've definitely broadened, you know, their audience. They've broadened the creators. It's like, everyone's on there. Chefs, trainers, like everyone's on there. Right. And, and my subscription's free. So the fact that I was being like attacked for my OnlyFans, it's kind of like reasoning with like someone that just doesn't like use their brain. It's just not. Right. And I also feel like if you were on there showing some ass, what the hell is it to you anyway? You know, listen, like as long as I'm happy, I feel good about myself. My kids are happy. That's all I care about. I don't care about anything else. Do you feel happy? I'm so happy. I feel like I'm in such a good place. I think like when you go through a divorce, I just feel like for me, I dealt with like guilt. I don't know if you like dealt with that, like having kids. I just mm. feel like you feel like you let your kids down, you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, and it's hard. It's hard on everyone. So I feel like for me, I dealt with like a lot of that, like I should try to make it work. And that's kind of why we kept working things out. Like I would go back because mm -hmm. I so bad. But then I just like, I had a, you know, come to Jesus moment where I was just like, it's never, I'm never going to be happy. I'm just never going to be happy. And either I'm going to get like, you know, I have to deal with depression or just move on and kind of like work it out. And we've been really lucky, you know, we're best friends. We do everything together. We respect each other. I don't know what your, like your situation is like, but it's like, you have to really dig deep at times to like, basically be the best version of yourself and only do it for your daughter. You know what I mean? Like just, just for your family. Like right. that's kind of how I view things. Now I handle things. It's not always great. It's not always perfect, but I always try to like, look at like, you know, the blessings that I had from being with Scotty. Right. That's kind of how I like navigate, like dealing with him at times. What age were you when you got married? Um, I met him when I was 21. I turned 22, like 14 days after we got married. You were a baby. Yeah. What's the age difference between you and Scotty? I think we're 10 years apart. 10 years. And what was that like being, I'm sure you were mature for your age at that point in time, but nevertheless, you were a young girl. What was that like being in? Cause he, he was like Scotty Pippen at that time. Like, what was it like being the wife of a superstar like that? Did you feel like you got lost in the shadows a little bit? You know what? No, we had like a great relationship. He's very like, he's from the South. He's very normal. He's very quiet. Like, you know, I was happy. I was happy for a long time. I just think like, you know how you grow and you can either grow together, you can grow apart. And I feel like I was so young. I was 21 years old. Like I never had a job before. Like I literally was, I met him the summer before my senior year in college. I went back for my senior year in college and then I got married. Like everything that I, I had was basically from Scotty. Okay. At what point in time did you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm living? Because you said something that struck me on the show that 
you looked around and realized that you were living someone else's dream. It was everyone. It was like my kids, Scotty. So it was like, you got to remember, I have four kids. So imagine like it was Scotty came first, his career, basketball. And as soon as things started to slow down, it was like I had four kids. So this one wants to play basketball and this one wants to play football and this one. So I always put myself last. And by the time it was time for me, I was like, oh my God, like, who the fuck am I? Right. What do I like to do? What do I, you know, I never used to go out without Scotty ever. Like I was so like committed, like traveled with him every, you know, every two days. We, we never spent any time apart. We were like together all the time. So literally like I was the girl that was in the gym shooting with him. Like that was me. Wow. Yeah. And I love that you guys still have maintained an incredible relationship. I, I can't say the same for me and my situation. And I don't think we'll ever get to that point. You never know. Because I feel like sometimes like when you're hurt, you handle things different than when you're just over it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I feel like I'm not I'm not suffering. Yes, there was a lot of betrayal. What he was doing behind the scenes was not the same as the life he was portraying when we were around each other. So it's hard for me to come from a place of like mourning a loss when there was there was no loss because it wasn't ever real. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You're looking at it like that. And I promise you, when we talk like in like two years, you're going to be looking at it differently. I hope so. I mean, just the fact that you were married for 21 years, I feel is absolutely incredible. Something was working. But like you say, people grow and you can grow together. You can grow apart. So how old was your youngest when you felt like I need to kind of reclaim my identity because you had been living for other people? for so long, which is great. You're a mother. That's like the epitome of a mother's love and a wife's love. Like you did all the things right. I think like when my daughter was like, like six or seven, I felt like I just was like, you know, it's just not going to work when they're young. It's so hard. It's hard to go back and forth, different homes. You know, it's just hard on the kids. So I kind of feel like I am happy that like, I did go back. Like we broke up at one time, then I did go back. And then I spent like a couple more, like another year or so because I felt like it was good for my kids not to feel like that we were still together we still travel together you almost have to do everything every move that you make you really should just think about your kids and now that you are you know divorce has been finalized how old is your your daughter because she's your baby she's 12 she's 12 and what was that like when she was like did she have a choice because I know your boys live with Scotty oh no they don't they they we, they go back and forth. Oh, they go back and forth because they're they're older. Well, I have one at Vanderbilt. He's twenty one. I have nineteen. I have sixteen, and I have twelve. Sophia's twelve. Oh my gosh! When I shot Housewives, they started school in LA, so they had to go to LA. So they spent a month without me. You're in LA now. Yeah, but in a month, I'm going back to Miami. They'll be here for a month, and then they'll come to me. So they really are with me ninety nine point percent of the time. They love their mamas. <laughs> I would do anything for my kid. Like I remember my son when he was probably like, it was Preston when he was probably like six years old, he came home and he was crying because he forgot his book at school. And so I jumped in the Ferrari, blew every light. I was like, don't cry. I was like, Preston, I promise if I can't, if this, like the school guards or the school security is gone, I will break into school and get your books. Don't worry. You will not get in trouble. So I get there and they were like, oh, the school's closed. And I was like, there's got to be somebody. We ran around the whole entire school and there was one door that was unlocked. 
Girl, I got in that room. I got my son's book. <laughs> You're such a badass. I was like, I, I'm never going to let my kids down. I was like, oh no, I'll, I'll break into that school. I'll go to jail, but you will have but you're you're gonna have your book that is badass yeah blew every light for the book I know that that is because I I don't think people really realize what that type of love is for a child until you no matter how your child got here by the way adoption you had it on your own surrogacy when your child is in front of you and you see that little baby you're like I will fuck shit up for you any day of the week Yeah, totally. Totally. So what is it that you, when you were not in the relationship anymore, you were living for Larsa, what was the first thing that you were like, this is what I want to do. And this is what I've always wanted to do. Was it your jewelry line? Or did you have that before? No, it was my jewelry line. You know, I I wanted to do things when I was with Scotty, but it was like, he was more like, when do you have time? You don't have time between me and the kids. You don't have time. So I was like, okay, so next year I'll do it. So the following year I'll do it. And I just like, I just never had the opportunity just because I was so consumed in their lives. But I did my jewelry line. Yeah. Larsa Marie. And is that what you're just like, that's your baby right now besides your other kids? I love it. Yeah. I only want to do things that I love doing. You know, I feel like at this point, I don't want to do things that I don't love or believe in. And I feel like for me, like that was like, I love jewelry. I, I'm the kind of person I wear earrings, necklace to the gym. So I'm not like, you know, wear it with sweats, I'll wear it out. So right. love it. You love it. And you have to have something that you're passionate about and that you can pour your heart and soul into. And your, your stuff is beautiful. Where can people purchase if they're living under a rock? They don't know where to purchase Lars and Marie jewelry. Where do they go? Um, they go to Saks or um, I have a website, larsamarie.com. When did you start this jewelry line that you're like already in Saks? Two years ago. Fuck, bitch. Good for you. Thank you. I go zero to a hundred. I feel like you're like that too. I mean, I try, but it, it's exhausting with a, a one-year-old. Are are we dating anybody? Um, no. No time? No, I have time. I just feel like I got to like figure out what I like or I got to change what I like. No more athletes? I'm not saying no more athletes. I know that people are like, I'm like, it's not like I just am in that pool of friends or that. Right. I just feel like I was very comfortable in that temperature of that pond. Right. I'm used to the schedule. I'm used to the conversations, but I do feel like I should take my talents to the Mediterranean or like, like other seas and just kind of see, you know, see what's out there. Right. See how well I swim. I don't know. I love that. I'm in this boat where like, I don't even know if you were to place a dude in front of me, I wouldn't know how to communicate with him. I wouldn't know how to flirt. I'm like, granted, I only got out of this like four months ago, but I'm like, what do I do with this hoo-ha? I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I've been put in a time capsule and just arrived on planet earth yesterday is how I'm feeling. How long were you guys together? Six years. Oh yeah. That's so long. Yeah. It's a long time. And the same person. And then during that time period is when I got sober. So not only am I diving into new territory, I have no lubrication to kind of make me loose, you know? Yeah. I feel you. It's rough out there. I mean, I feel like timing is really important, you know? Yeah. Like when you go searching for it, it's probably not going to happen. I feel like you just have to like lay low and be selective be like the, you know, like the stars where you don't come out all the time. Ooh. If you come out all the time, you kind of lose your stock. Cause I feel like I used to do that. I used to like, like as soon as Scott and I broke up, I felt like I had to go to like every event. I had to go to every party. And now I feel like I'm at a place where I'm like, I really don't care. Like I'm so good. I don't even care. 
Oh, I need to get on that. I mean, I, I think I'm a little bit too much on that train where I'm like, home sounds much better than going out and like talking to people that I really don't give a shit about. Last year, if you would have called me and you were like, hey, let's go to like Dave and Buster's and then let's go. I'd be, if you ask me to do something twice, like I, I probably will do it. The first time I'll be like, I shouldn't. And then like the second time I'll be like, okay, if you really want to go, let's go. Like I'm like that person. So I didn't know how to say no. Yeah. Yeah, I have 5 billion friends. So every time someone calls me, I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. And then like, I was like, I'm exhausted from making everyone happy. Yeah, you were out every night of the week. Yeah, just like day, night, like lunch, breakfast, coffee, snack. Yeah, well, in the in the places that, you know, you and I live in or travel to, there's something happening 24-7. You can always find a reason to go do something. Yeah, totally. And it is exhausting. So before I let you go, I have one question. Do you have any um, age range that is like your minimum and maximum? I don't know. I hate to put age on someone because I feel like when I was 21, I could have easily been with like a 40-year-old man because I was so mature at 21. Right. Do you feel like? You know, I feel like I was because my my ex was 20 years older than me. Oh, so yeah. So you know what I'm talking. I just feel like sometimes you can't really put age on it. Like, my parents are 10 years apart. My uncle and his wife were like 25 years apart. So for me, I don't like, I don't think of age like that. You know, I see girls that are 25 that are like so old. And then I see people that are 45 that are so young. Right. I don't know. I think like if I had to put an age on it, I would say maybe like I should date guys that are 28. Okay. To like 55. That's great. That leaves a lot of, of men to pick from. Yeah, I'm kind of on that. Not the 55. I think like 28 should be the for me, the youngest. I don't think I could go back to the 20 years, girl. Well, 20 years is a lot. That's I mean, a lot. It, it probably like like what you needed when you were younger. You didn't need when you, like right now. It was like what you needed was different. Damn, you've given me a lot to think about. You've been dropping mad knowledge and you don't even realize it. Do you realize it? I mean, I feel like I'm good at relationships. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you up more often. (laughs) Speed dial. I got you. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, Larsa. I appreciate it. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye, babe. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.